Welcome to the morning sports on the go. Fitness protocols broken for Suranga Lakmal farewell. Sri Lanka's fast bowler Suranga Lakmal will be accorded a farewell despite not being fully fit and carrying a niggling knee injury in Sri Lanka's first cricket test match which is to commence against India in Mohali later this morning. Thanks to Sri Lanka's technical advisory committee headed by Arvind De Silva and the so-called sole supreme of power of Sri Lanka cricket at present, Mahila Jayawardena, the fast bowler will be given the opportunity to take the field of play despite not completing any fitness test such as the 2km run or the skinfold test prior to being selected for this tour. Other cricketers who have also been granted the luxury of being exonerated from doing the compulsory fitness test for selection are the past and present skippers Angelo Matthews and Dibut Karna Ratna. The selection committee had stated that the trio's completed fitness test prior to the selection for the West Indies tour in 2021 was sufficient and valid. Incidentally, Lakmal will be playing his 69th test match and questions have already been raised if he would remain fit enough to be selected for the second test match which is scheduled to start on the 12th of March in Bengaluru. Sources speaking to the morning sports on the go said, quote, When Suranga Lakmal approached the Technical Advisory Committee to submit his letter of resignation from representing Sri Lanka from all forms of international cricket, he was informed that his services was required for the Indian Test Series. He had said that he was not fully fit as he was having an injury to his knee and that he was taking a prescribed course of injections for it. However, he was assured that his letter of resignation would be accepted and that he could proceed to honour a two-year contract and play a stint of county cricket for Derbyshire in England at the conclusion of the Indian Test Match Series. Also, he was assured of being selected and that it would not be necessary to complete any two-kilometre run or skinfold test." End quote. Many cricketers have not been offered the same luxury and have sadly had to suffer the ignominy of being dropped and not selected for the simple fact that everyone responsible in introducing this stringent fitness criteria and portraying that it is being religiously followed to the T as a pre-selection measurement have gone on to make an absolute mockery of the entire process. Sources within Sri Lanka Cricket claim that Suranga Lakmal has been accorded a farewell for the great service he has provided Sri Lanka Cricket. However, many speculate that Lakmal will not be able to sustain five full days of cricket with his current knee injury that he is carrying and perhaps it is anyone's guess as to how many overs he would really send down before clutching his knee, hamstring or back before leaving the field of play. Lakmal, who has scalped 168 batters in his 68 test match career, was once appointed by Sri Lanka cricket to skipper the test side in 2018-2. In that same year, he recorded a unique feat becoming just the 12th test cricket captain in history to win a test match without scoring a run, taking a wicket or a catch or effecting a stumping. He recorded that feat in a test match against South Africa in Colombo at the SSC in 2018. On another note, whilst India is playing two specialist spinners in Ravichandra Nashwin and Ravindra Jadeja, Sri Lanka have opted to field just the lone frontline spinner in Lasit Ambuldenia and a three-pronged pace attack which includes two other pace bowlers in Lahiru Kumara and Vishwa Fernando, probably as a cover-up for Suranga Lakmal. 
On the other hand, Sri Lanka cricket, who are currently severely hampered by not having a full-time head coach, batting, bowling and fielding coaches, will be bolstered by the presence of Avishka Gunavardhana, the Sri Lanka under-19 head coach, who will be providing the batters that much-needed support as the batting coach for the two-test series. The appointment of Gunavardhana was made despite Aravind De Silva's former employee Ruvin Piris, who was a coach in his cricket academy in Dubai, being currently appointed as the batting coach by the Technical Advisory Committee for these overseas important tours. Knowledgeable cricket followers were left bemused at the coaching staff that have been appointed for these two Australian and Indian tours. Let's take a look at the batting coaches. Avishka has a reputation of being an effective coach with the Sri Lanka A-teams, under-19 teams and so on. He was a top-order international cricket batter. But Ruin Pires, it's best that his capabilities are not mentioned, especially his experience and role at this level of international cricket. In Pires's case, it appears that his appointment as a batting coach for these tours was a mere favour done by Arvind De Silva, his former Dubai Cricket Academy boss, just to beef up his CV enjoy a joyride and pocket a handsome per diem and tour package allowance for being a faithful personal servant of his. Overall, these are the type of appointments that are detrimental for Sri Lanka cricket and especially its batters. There were unhappy murmurs on the concluded Australian tour that Janit Lianagi and Charita Lanka were not too pleased with Piri's tampering with their stances and techniques on the tour. If Piris was to make himself useful on that Australian tour, he could have probably chosen two appropriate batters to bat in the super over of the tied second T20 international match against Australia. In that instance, he chose to send skipper Dasun Shanaka and Dinesh Chandimal to face the super over instead of the top scorer who was striking the ball beautifully in that innings, Patum Misanka, or perhaps even the hard hitting Danushka Gunatilaka who in all probability would have struck the ball disdainfully, especially since it was a mere six balls that constituted the super over. What Sri Lanka cricket requires is both technical and tactical batting coaches. However, on a tour such as Australia and India, you require more of a tactical coach who could guide and share his wealth of knowledge and experiences with the batters on how to stick out there in the middle and score century, especially on fast and spongy batting tracks in Australia or on spinning tracks and against quality spinners of the calibre of Ravichandra Nashwin and Ravindra Jadeja or against the quality fast bowlers such as Jashpreet Bumra, Umesh Yadav and Mohammad Shami. So now that Sri Lanka cricket has the luxury of two batting coaches on this tour, perhaps one will be in charge of the front foot defence and the other in charge of the back foot defence. Or similarly, one will be in charge of coaching how to score in front of the wicket and the other how to score runs behind the wicket. We all know that too many cooks spoil the soup. Similarly, in the bowling department, Sri Lanka cricket have Chamila Gamage, the fast bowling coach and also the interim head coach Rumesh Raknayaka, who primarily is a fast bowling coach who represented Sri Lanka. Their roles too on this tour should be ideally more on the lines of how to tactically outthink the batters and use the pitch and conditions to restrict the power-packed Indian batters and go on to claim a five-wicket haul. But the questions remain if Gamage is capable of hitting the zenith in that area rather than focus on the technical aspects on tour. 
Forget winning a series against India in India. Sri Lanka is yet to win a single test match on Indian soil despite having 20 cracks at it over all these years. The last time Sri Lanka won a test match against India was almost seven years ago, way back in 2015. That's when Sri Lanka's current opening batter, Patun Nisanka, was a mere 16-year-old boy. If Sri Lanka is to pull out a rabbit from the hat in these two test matches, they will probably need a bit more than both Lady Luck and God looking down favourably upon them over the next five days in Mohali. This is Marlon Dale Ferreira signing off for the morning sports on the go.